Hello and welcome. My name's Geraint John and we are The Voice for Voice, a podcast recorded exclusively in Brixton, London about voice technology. And this is episode five. So don't forget, we've got a bit of a competition happening every week. If you want to win an amazing Amazon show as a gift from us to you, then all you have to do is go to the iTunes store and give us a review, preferably a five-star review. Yeah, because... Definitely a five-star review. If you give us a two-star review, which I noticed somebody did... Whoever you are, if you're still listening... Yeah. Why, why would you do that? Yeah, we were kind of debating why would you go to the trouble of listening to our um, amazing podcast and just give us a crappy two-star two star review. I, d- yeah. I don't get it. It's got to be an ex-member of staff. A disgruntled ex-employee. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so if you give us a great review, we will give you a, a as a gift from us an Amazon show. So that's, that's, uh, let's, we've got that out of the way. So today, episode five, we're going to be talking about some, yeah, some pretty cool voice news that we've, because uh, every, every week we have basically an argument in the office about what we should talk about. It's very, very, and it's a very heated conversation mm-hmm. and we call it a scrum meeting. <laughs> so, so we're going to be talking about Foodora, which, uh, they're based in Canada. And this is something that I've been thinking about quite a lot, really, that, you know, you can't really order a takeaway via voice. So Deliveroo, Uber Eats, something that I use quite a lot. Mm. You just can't do it. And I think it's only a matter of time until these guys jump on board the voice train and allow us to basically use voice via our smartphones and um, smart speakers to order our burgers and pizzas. Mm. And I listened to a podcast from a fella who set up uh, Just Eat so really, really interesting guy. He's from South Wales, so which is where I'm from. So I was particularly interested in it. And what an amazing story. He he basically used to go around door knocking takeaways and, and pitched to them to, to get their menus on his platform. And, and now they're worth something like they're worth billions, you know, so this, there's a company in Canada who are smashing it and doing really well. So we're going to chat about that in a little bit more detail. We're going to talk about iHeartRadio, an Australian radio station who are killing it in Google on using Google Assistant as a way of getting their shows uh, to an audience who aren't in cars or listening to traditional radios. We're going to be talking about Etika Insurance. So something that we spoke about last week was, you know, the customer service agents and whether they have any futures. So Etika Insurance have released a chatbot. So again, only a matter of time really until chatbots take over. And why would you want to speak to someone when you can just, you know, when you can create a chatbot basically. And Apple have got a new head of AI who I'm sure is listening to the show. Yeah. If you're listening, John G. Andrea, welcome. Yeah, welcome, mate. And we're really sorry that we perhaps were a bit down on Siri in previous shows on the head-to-heads, but well, let's work together 
to ensure that you you know that you that you win in future it's useful feedback for him this show yeah i think so and we're going to test when in rome as well so a board game which is using alexa so you need to buy the board game and and alexa getting a bit excited there in the background i don't know that one okay all right chill out alexa so we've pressed the button now so she can't hear us so we're going to be testing when in rome brilliant okay so we should, okay. should we get on with this yeah well, i think so so fedora what what is it and what's this new skill okay so like i mentioned fedora are based in canada so what they essentially allow consumers to do is enable an Alexa skill that allows you to order food. So in the UK, I tested Just Eat a few weeks ago. Mm. And to be frank, it just wasn't very good at all. Yeah, Because you, you used Just I tr- Eat. Yeah, I tried to use a skill and it, it didn't really work for me. Because it allows you to... You basically have to log in on the Just Eat and it remembers previous orders. But I don't really want previous orders. I want to. I want something new. You yeah, know? I want to browse. Yeah, you want to browse. These takeaway skills really work, by the way, with Amazon Show because obviously the screen. Mm. So you can actually see, you know, you, it's it's obviously going to happen. Deliveroo and Just Eat are going to get on this. But so... Canadian company called Fedora have got there first. And whilst we're not in Canada, we can't test it, unfortunately. Yeah. Canadian friends have said that you can say stuff like just Alexa, order me a burger or Alexa, order me the usual. And you can actually go a little bit kind of deeper. And it kind of if you say Alexa, ask Fedora where my food is, uh, repeat my usual order, order from last Thursday. So it, it's not just... It's not gimmicky. These guys are clearly using voice as a way of saving time and, you know, potentially money as well. So I don't know what the delivery charges are, but I just think this is a huge opportunity. Yeah, same. So do you think the food delivery industry is something that will be revolutionized by voice? Absolutely. I mean, 100% because, I mean, I've been thinking about this quite a lot and, I order a Deliveroo, I don't know, say about once a week. Deliveroo is my go-to mm. kind of app. And if, you know, I'm using now voice for most things that, you know, that that are, that are decent and work. Yeah. And if I could just, you know, simply ask Alexa to order me Sunday night, traditionally I'd get, a, you know, margarita pizza for yeah. the kids at six o'clock, then why would I open up my phone, you know? So what, what would you say to anyone working at Deliveroo who's listening to this? Well, clearly they'll be, it's on their radar and a company yeah. that innovative will have a plan for this. Yeah. But I get the feeling that they're just, they want to do it well and do mm. it properly. And they're probably killing it so well with the app. Yeah, then, that's true. You know, why? Why complicate things for now? Yeah, for now. But I think the, the kind of, you know, the, to be able to order a takeaway via Siri or Google Assistant, man, mm. that's, that's, that's the... Uh, because the whole thing about takeaways when you're feeling lazy you kind of just want something that's easy. So if you have something which makes it even easier to do, then people are going to do it. Ah, oh, totally, totally. So yeah, there's m- massive, massive potential for, especially in the UK, for an amazing killer food delivery skill. Um, so yeah, someone can make a lot of money. I think so. Okay, so iHeartRadio, Australian radio company, you mentioned briefly earlier, They've so their, their audience has increased via Google Home massively so they've had 
a 300% increase in Google Assistant listeners. So in Australia, smart speakers are pretty big. Mm. It's re- what's really interesting is looking at what's happening around the world yeah. with speakers. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, Alexa launches in Singapore. Or, so in since 2016, you know, smart speakers had there were about 10,000 in Australia. Right. And now there's half a million. Wow. And, and Google seems to be the uh, speaker of choice. Wow. So, uh, you know, iHeartRadio, well done, have kind of clocked onto this and have seen it as a way of, you know, getting in front of a new audience. Yeah, well, I can I can kind of relate to that because I don't have a radio. I think radio is a quite old school piece of technology. I don't have one. I don't think any of my friends have one. But I've actually found myself listening to the radio much more now that I've got an Amazon Alexa because all I have to say is, Alexa, play Smooth FM. And I've got some nice sort of soft jazz playing. Yeah, it's, it's very... um relaxing what, what what do you need to relax you've got the best life in the world i know but you, sometimes you just, you just piss wanna... about all day talking <laughs> about voice technology you know and then listen to smooth fm yeah you're the most chilled man i've ever met <laughs> yeah i totally agree with that so i listen to a lot of six music i listen i like a lot of specialist shows mm-hmm. new music shows and yeah so obviously voice is just a way of you cutting into the specific shows yeah. that you want to listen so, to. So do you think radio programs can ex- in- expect increased ad revenue from uh, smart speakers? Oh, a thousand, thousand percent, because as these things are, you know, more, I'd be really interested to see how many people buy these uh, smart speakers Christmas 2018, because yeah. 2019 could be a mental year. Yeah, you know? the Alexas were the highest selling product on Amazon on Christmas 2017, so... And have you noticed that the it was Amazon Prime Day yesterday? Yeah. And there's ads popping up on yeah, my feed. Slashing prices. Yeah. I mean, radio stations have got to think now, wow, this is just a way of getting shows yeah. directly to people's ears at a time of their choice. Yeah. So that's the thing. You know, you listen to, when you're, to the radio when you're driving or when you're commuting, mm. but... It's just the ability to listen to a show where, as and when yeah. at home. It's like what we've been saying in the recent episodes about how smart speakers are making all audio content more accessible. So more people are using Spotify, uh, more people are listening to podcasts just because of the ease of which you can access it. Yeah, totally. And that's something that Vaynerchuk in uh, the States is banging on about as well. Just voice is undoubtedly going to take over the internet, I think. I think it will. So last week we discussed whether Google Duplex will replace customer service. And yes. this week, almost instantly. Got quite a bit bit of a reaction that did actually. Did it? That item. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's... Because uh, well, it's, it's, it's not a nice thing, is no, it? No, because there's so many people... I know so many people working customer service and I mean... Well, you, Will was working in Harrods as well in the customer I service. Was, I know. Yeah. It was yeah. a good team, but I don't know if they'll exist in five years' time. Well, they're probably all bankers now anyway. <laughs> Perhaps, perhaps. Um, So almost instantly after we discussed the future of customer service, Etika Insurance have announced they've released a chatbot which is integrated with Google Home. So now instead of calling them up, you enable the skill on their, enable the app on Google Home and you can talk with their chatbot and talk about insurance, get a quote. And this is such an obvious thing for these guys to do. And you can imagine pretty much any large, you know, insurance organization or gas company or water company, you know, it's not particularly complex. The conversation isn't a complex one. So mm. with insurance, 
you know, I want to ensure my Volvo, which is, you know, registered in 2012, mm. it's blue, it's a two litre petrol, and it's done 130,000 miles. I have got no points in my license. I haven't been involved in an accident in five years. I want to get my wife insured on it as well. She hasn't blah, 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 blah. So clearly you could do that via a chatbot, couldn't you? Yeah. Which is why these the internet insurance sites have done so well. Yeah. Can you remember the last time you rang up to get a quote for... I can't, no. I, I fill in those kind of endless boxes on the screen, which... But they save your details. Now. Yeah. Oh, do they? They do. So I just go to the... It's good. But I would use voice if I could. I think I would use voice. And I think there's definitely a big group of people, certainly the older generation, who would much prefer to use voice for this kind of thing. So there's someone in Etica Insurance. Well done. I'll Mm. be reaching out to you. You've got your shit together and you are an early adopter. An early adopter. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, you can essentially ask the chatbot about insurance packages. You can get quotes. You can even buy products without looking at the screen so amazing that's very cool so it's going to save you time and hopefully money that's what i keep on going on about voice is going to save you time and money so revolutionary yeah so one of the more eye-catching bits of news this week was the appointment of jack g andrea as the head of apple's machine learning and therefore he'll be taking charge of siri do you think why is this significant well i think you know Machine learning Siri is a huge, you know, with the iOS 12 update, which is imminent. When is that? I think it's in uh, one or two months from now now. I'm really excited about that. So Jack Giandrea, I think he's Scottish, this guy. Is he? I think he is. Somebody told me that he's Scottish and he's got quite a quite a cool past as well. So quite a cool CV. So Mm. he's, you know, been involved in this space for a while and the word on the street is that he's going to take siri to the next level and to compete with obviously on their agenda they want to compete with google and amazon in mm. art- artificial intelligence do you think it's fair to say that apple is considered behind google amazon and microsoft in artificial intelligence well it's the most used mobile voice assistant as we spoke about mm. last week it's the most used and yeah. i think the ios update is looking pretty good. Mm. You know, the shortcuts are looking really interesting. And you've got to think there's people have got more iPhones, so therefore if they get it right, yeah. there's you know the sheer the sheer number of people with these devices. But you know, I, I, I don't think you can really compare Siri to to Alexa personally. No. And I think that Google Duplex restaurant call we keep going on about the other week, I think that showed the role of how important artificial intelligence will be for voice assistants. And I think this appointment is kind of an indication that Apple recognizes how important machine learning will be for creating the best voice assistant. Well, he's basically got to create something as good as the assistant that can Mm. do the type of calls and and run people's lives on their behalf. So an assistant on your phone, which surely the shortcuts is, you know, but that's fine. You can send you location. It's gimmicky. It's just, you know... It has to be real life stuff that mm-hmm. can save you time and money. So sending my location to my wife is great. And Apple are, great, are gimmicky things, aren't they? And it, I'm yeah. be- I bet it looks great when they unveil it. Mm. But they have to come up with something that can you know, run your life for you, which yeah. is where these assistants yeah, yeah. will do really well. So do you think he's the right man for the job? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's it's a perfect fit, really. And 
it'll just be really kind of fascinating really to see what happens over the next month. He's got experience in uh, deep search recognition from his time at Tell Me, but he's also got search experience for his right. time at MetaWeb. Wow, yeah. So he's, he's the full package. Yeah, that could be very interesting actually. So that's, you know, I always think in, you know, in, in Apple, there'll be these guys with the, the big serious jobs. Mm. And this is one of the big ones, isn't it? Yeah. You know? Yeah, head of Syria machine learning. He's got to have a nice office, isn't he? Yeah, with a I desk. Think I think he'll have a very nice office. Do you think he's got a PA? I think probably. Yeah, and the PA is probably right now going out to get him a a coffee, and mm, he probably doesn't have time to think of worldly things like getting coffees. He probably has does yoga during the day. I met I someone so. yesterday. I had a meeting with someone yesterday. Really interesting guy actually, who comes up with the sound so when you you know launch uh skype or when you mm. the microsoft chime he basically comes up with these amazing sounds so mm. with, and he owns a studio and he'll be listening to this now owns a studio in soho a podcast studio it's so big synergy mm. and yeah we were chatting people people do yoga in the day in some areas of london which really did make me laugh out loud so, <laughs> so if you see me popping out of the uh, the office and coming back sweaty sweaty um, and blessed out i've been to my yoga yoga class. do you do yoga well i did for a little bit I but i'm inherently unflexible so it's it, i just don't like it i can't cross my legs so instantly it's difficult and i'm uncomfortable and i'm not relaxed Right, great. That's really good to know anyway. So what, <laughs> so what are we going to do next? So we're going to test a new skill, which we mentioned earlier, called When in Rome, which the reason we've chosen it is because it's the first integration of a board game with Alexa. And I know there's a huge board game market out there, so it'd be really interesting gonna, to see if Alexa, can, um, if Alexa can get a foothold in there and actually enhance these games. I'm going to buy this because I think it's in a, the, the marketing's quite good for it as well. They've got a really cool explainer video and my children, I know, will love it because I'm always thinking of things to do with them that doesn't mm. involve... Um, Screens. Yeah. Yeah. I just, honestly, the k- kids and that, what's it called? Fortnite. Fortnite. It's totally addictive. Yeah. It's just like, it's like the most addictive thing and... You just play it for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. And it's not like Mario Kart when I was younger, where you're just, you know, racing around a track and trying to skid. It seems a lot more sinister. <laughs> a battle royale. So I wonder really how it's going to go down when I suggest that he's going to play one in Rome. So let's test it. So, by the way, we don't have the ball for this. So, this is more kind of a a very, a very kind of shallow test. Alexa, open when in Rome. Voice originals. Welcome back to When in Rome, the game that shows you the weirdest and most wonderful sights of cities around the world. Mm-hmm. 
to hear today's free question. Say Alexa, I'm ready. Or to start the full game. Say Alexa, start a new game. Alexa, you don't have. Alexa, I'm ready. Wonderful. The question of the day is a free mode where you'll get a question each day about cities around the world. Each day there is a question on a different category, hmm. and each week there's a different city. This week we've got a question from Hong Kong. Let's fly there now. Ooh. I don't know much about Hong Kong. No. I'm so excited you're here in Hong Kong. Let's celebrate with a Hong Kong Brilliant. style milk tea. Today's question is on sports and games. <laughs> Take it away, Hin. Hello, I'm Hin. I like mini golf. Here's a question about sports and games in Hong Kong. Hong Kong's not always the most politically correct place. Which slightly offensive sport could we go play at Bumperman? A. Electrified table tennis. B. Burp ball. C. Fast suit wrestling. D. Debating. B. That answer is hundred percent incorrect. Uh, what what was B? At Bumperman, among other weird games. You can put on a fat suit with your friends and play some kind of competitive sport. I've never done it, but some Hong Kong locals love it. Cool. You're so knowledgeable, Hin. Can you tell us what's coming up tomorrow? One of the most famous saints in Hong Kong is the Monkey King. A lot of people pray to him. They can take his hairs to make soldiers out of it. Come back tomorrow for a question on myths and legends. Cool. Think I will. Today's free question. Come okay. Back tomorrow. And you'll get a new question. Bumper man. Before I forget, Hin had a final message. So nice to meet you today. Come back and play every day if you want. That's a question from us every day of the week. If you're feeling adventurous, you can also pack your bags and take off on Air Alexa with the full When in Rome board games. If you want to know more, just search When in Rome on Amazon now. Okay. Thanks for stopping by. All right, Alexa, All right. stop. Uh, okay, so a little bit creepy. He was a little bit creepy. He was a little guy. bit. Yeah. I don't know who he was. I well, felt a little bit. Fit in. So clearly, what you've basically got to do is you've got to buy the board game. And so you buy the board game. This thing is 25 quid and you have an Alexa and you play the board game with Alexa enabled, yeah. the skill enabled. So I can't find that skill. Okay. To find skills, go to the skills section. Alexa, stop. Alexa. So annoying when she does that. So I, I think they're the are they the first to market with this? Yeah, that, I think that's the first Alexa integration with the board game. So it'll be interesting to see how real board game enthusiasts take to it. Such a massive opportunity with yeah, this. Yeah, big market. It, yeah, I mean, Monopoly would be really good. Yeah. I'm also interested to see if they can do voice integration with console games. So Xbox, PlayStation, I think that could be quite cool if you could somehow just kind of integrate voice command into that it would be kind of another add another dimension to it and in-app in uh, purchases as well so the ability yeah, to freemium of... gaming could be lucrative yeah 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 so well done whoever came up with that board game congratulations thank really you. good so we'll thank be... you for informing us about bumper man yeah um, and we know now that the question of the day i thought it was quite good fun actually the yeah. question of the day it's just people dressing up in fat suits and which is something that yeah i do all playing, the time yeah playing sports all right, so we're going back to the old head-to-head. -head. 
So this is the part of the show where we pit two voice devices in a battle to the death. This week, we're going to be testing Siri against Amazon Alexa. Geraint, what are we going to be testing them on? So we're basically going to be testing the call functionality, and we're going to be calling my dad, who's in Cardiff. So I'm in London, he's in Cardiff, and we're going to be seeing if it actually works. Interesting. I Um, use, you know, I chat with my kids actually using... My son has got a show in his room and he does, he call, He can do video calls. Oh, cool. It's pretty cool. So let's do so, it. So do you think your dad will pick up? Who knows? We can, there's only one way to find out, Well, There's only one way yeah. to find out. Alexa, call dad. Call him dad. Dad, yeah, welcome. You're live on the uh, the Voice for Voice podcast. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. Brilliant. So, how's the weather in Cardiff? It's raining as usual. Oh no! So we're just testing the we're we're comparing the Amazon Alexa to Siri to see which one works, and this works. So brilliant! I'm having a conversation with you, and yeah, it works. So the test has the test has been successful. Good. That's a good start, anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, what are you up to today, then, Dad? I've got on my bike today for a change. Ah, the joys of retirement. The the voice for voices slogging it here in London. Yeah, I'm sure. Anyway, so we're just going to do it. We'll do one more test on Siri, okay? So keep your mobile uh, close. Okay. All right. Cheers. All right. So that that worked. Mm, yeah. Alexa, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, stop. Alexa, stop. Alexa, stop. Alexa, stop. That was cool. That was really good. That worked. I think that would be really useful. It would be really useful. So imagine you've got an office in, you know, New York. You've got an office in, you know, London and your teams or even clients. You could just quickly have quick chats, couldn't you? Yeah, you could just say, you could be talking with a colleague and they say, oh, Alexa, call New York. And then... And, you know, we've all been there with Skype. I mean... Four times out of five, it just doesn't work, does yeah. it? You it's can't log in. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, there's something about it. I think it removes a barrier, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. So teams, global teams could use Amazon Alexas to chat to each other. So let's do a Siri test. We can chat to the voice, the voice for voices, uh, dad. Hey, Siri. Call dad. Which dad? Dad or dad who? <laughs> oh, no. There's only one dad. <laughs> uh, dad. Unearthed a scandal. Who's your other dad? No, I've only got one dad. Hello? Yeah, so it's working. <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks, dad. All right, cheers. Yeah, so that worked as well. So, But the experience was a little bit, the experience was a little bit nicer on the Alexa, I have to say. I think, yeah, I think... What makes it quite cool is the is the quality of the Amazon speaker, which totally, kind of yeah. feeds into the call, which kind of makes it. I think it'd be really good for conference calls, and yeah, I think I think we're going to have to give that one to Alexa, don't you think? Just because I think no talk- series has the access to a phone. I think it's more impressive for Alexa to do that. So Jack, the head of you know Siri machine learning at Apple, uh, if you're listening, you've got your work cut out because mm. 
Amazon are beating you. And, and they're not even, coming for you. And they're not even a phone. It's not even a phone. Exactly. It's just a tower block with speakers in it. So, alrighty. So that brings us uh, to the end of another episode of The Voice for Voice, episode five. Um, we'll be back same time next week. So we're out every Friday on uh, Spotify. We're on iTunes. What else are we on? We're on SoundCloud. We're everywhere. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram as well. Geraint John, I'm releasing voice content every day and testing, 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 testing. So brilliant. Have an amazing week and we'll see you next.